0: Hi guys, and welcome to the Whole Kitten Caboodle podcast, I'm Casey Hyman. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about something cat-related. We'll cover the various breeds, safety and health topics, and those quirky habits that make our cats so hilariously unique, as well as how to correct problem behaviors. This week, you'll learn about urinary tract infections, why some cats are so prone to it, symptoms to look for, and why it's considered a medical emergency. I'm grateful to you, my listeners, because you allow me to do what I love. So let me know how I'm doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at Kitten Caboodle Pod and Twitter at Kitten K Pod. You can also find the show on YouTube. Just do a search for the whole Kitten Caboodle. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen. It may seem trivial, but it really does help. If you'd like to monetarily support the show and local shelters, you can download the Throne app and subscribe to my chat room at Casey's Cattery. Every Saturday night, I'll be around for a couple hours to answer your unique questions about your cat's behavior. That's Casey's Cattery, spelled K-A-S-E-Y-S-K-A-T-T-E-R-Y. If you'd like to just make a direct donation or sponsor the show, you can leave a tip on Throne or send an email to Behaviorist at yahoo.com for sponsorship information. You can also support me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash pod. Should you encounter a behavior problem with your cat that requires my professional services, you can send me an email or contact me through my website, PositiveCatitudeBehaviorist.com. You'll find my rates on the consultation page, as well as an informational packet outlining behavior basics that you can download for a small fee. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can listen to the whole kitten caboodle on most major podcast directories. Enjoy! It starts with a pet owner noticing their cat making more frequent trips to the litter box. It doesn't seem like a big deal, so it might be ignored. Then Kitty begins to pee outside the box and everywhere else in the house instead. Finally, he starts to cry out and strain every time he tries to go. This is usually the point when we realize something is wrong and whisk our cats off to the vet. These behaviors are almost always caused by issues related to the urinary tract. A UTI, or a urinary tract infection, could be one of them. Anyone who's taken care of cats has heard this term, and yet it's not quite as common as you might think. Generally it happens to senior female cats older than 10 years old. For my personal experience, I've most often seen it in males around 3 or 4 years old. Keep in mind though, this means 3 cats out of probably 100 or so and I eventually figured out it was linked to something in their diet that made them prone to crystal formation in their urine. After a few changes, the UTIs went away and never came back. Outside of this, I've only seen a handful of infections in the cats I've cared for over my lifetime, and they don't often reoccur. So first off, what exactly is a urinary tract infection? At its most basic, it's a bacterial infection that travels up the urethra and into the bladder. It can also be caused by a fungal or parasitic infection, but such cases are rare. High levels of anxiety and stress can also be directly related to urinary problems. Urine in the bladder is supposed to be sterile, but once bacteria finds its way in there, it grows and reproduces, eventually causing symptoms to manifest. Severe cases may see the bacteria invade the ureters in the kidneys and cause an infection there. Some cats may develop bladder stones, with or without a UTI, and it opens the door to further health issues. Besides seniors, certain kitties are at a higher risk of developing an infection, namely cats that are indoor only, overweight, on a dry-food only diet, inactive, diabetic, and have bladder stones. Females tend to get them more often, but UTIs in males are far more dangerous simply because of their anatomy. A cat's urethra size differs based on its sex. Male cats have narrower This is hard to say. Male cats have narrower urethras than females. Because of this, any crystals or stones that form because of the UTI can become lodged in the urethra and cause a urinary blockage. Urethral obstructions can be deadly and shouldn't be taken lightly. This is why pet parents are told to take their kitties to the vet at the first sign of a urinary infection especially if they have a male cat. Since our kitties are very good at hiding their symptoms, we often don't notice a problem until it becomes serious. So it's up to the humans to learn how to recognize, prevent, and treat UTIs. Many cat illnesses show generalized symptoms that hint at a problem, but don't necessarily point in any specific direction. Urinary issues, thankfully, are relatively easy to spot once our cats start showing signs. Most often, we'll first see them stopping at the litter box more frequently, or maybe he tries to go but only leaves a little bit of pee behind. He may start to associate the box with pain, which can cause him to do his business elsewhere. There are other signs that your kitty may have a UTI, some specific, some not, such as spending longer than usual in the litter box, straining to pee, wincing, or crying out, going to the box but not being able to do anything, bloody urine, excessive grooming at their back end, increased irritability or lethargy, drinking more water than normal, or not eating as much as usual. Besides watching for symptoms, you can use a product like Pretty Litter to detect changes in your kitty's urine. When your cat pees in it, the crystals change color if blood or abnormal pH levels are present. While this won't point to any specific problem, it will give you the heads up that something isn't right. The best part is that this will often alert you before you see any signs of distress in your cat. If this option interests you, hop over to my website, PositiveCatitudeBehaviors.com, and click on the Pretty Litter banner. You'll be taken straight to their webpage, where you can read up on the product and put in your first order. Keep in mind that just because your kitty has problems going to the bathroom, a UTI is not automatically the cause. Feline Lower Urinary Tract Disease, or FLUTD, is a blanket term used for symptoms in the lower urinary tract that aren't due to a urinary infection. It's important to rule out a UTI because FLUTD could be a sign of a much more serious underlying condition. We'll look at FLUTD in more detail in a later episode. Your vet will be able to identify which it is with the urinalysis. This is a test where the kitty's urine is examined for signs of either condition. If you can get a hold of a sample of your cat's pee shortly before his vet appointment, it will be much less stressful on the cat. But this isn't always possible, especially if there's a blockage, so the vet may have to put a very narrow catheter up through the urethra to get a sample. However, this may cause irritation for the cat, and the sample can become contaminated from bacteria. Most vets I've known prefer to insert a small needle through the abdomen to collect a sample directly from the bladder it causes less stress is a simpler procedure and the chances are better the urine will not be contaminated by anything elsewhere in the urinary tract once the sample is collected vets will look at certain things such as urine specific gravity or how well the cat is concentrating his urine ph levels which can indicate infection and other problems bilirubin a breakdown product of blood ketones Or a buildup of waste products in the blood, sometimes seen in cases of diabetes or body wasting, glucose, which is sugar in the urine, usually symptomatic of diabetes, blood, and protein. After those measurements are collected, the urine sample is put in a tube and spun down so cells and other anomalies can collect on the bottom. This debris can then be evaluated for the presence of bacteria and crystals, among other things. Not all UTIs are created equal. So your vet may want to perform a culture and sensitivity test. The most common organism to cause urinary infections is a bacteria found in cat feces, but there are several others that could be the culprit. The only way to identify the offender is to grow it in the lab. At the same time, the lab techs can test which antibiotic would be best suited for treating the infection. After the results come in, the appropriate antibiotic will be given. Painkillers may also be prescribed. Once your kitty has finished her medication, it's important to recheck the urinalysis to make sure the infection has cleared up. If not, then your vet will want to check for other issues that could contribute to persistent UTIs. There are a number of things you can do to lessen the chances of your cat experiencing a urinary tract infection in the first place. We'll talk about that further, as well as other ways to treat UTIs, in the second half of the episode. Your kitty may be one that's prone to urinary tract infections. Maybe you can't control that aspect of things, but there are multiple steps you can take to try to prevent frequent UTIs. In fact, it's a good idea to educate yourself on what you can do, as it's crucial for your cat's health. I'll list some of the most important ones first. First and foremost, make sure the litter box stays clean so bacteria doesn't get the chance to spread. This may seem obvious, but some folks, especially first-time pet owners, don't quite make the connection of the litter box being a source of infection, since our toilets are not the same way. This doesn't mean you have to scoop every time you see something in the litter, but it should be done at least once a day, maybe twice if you have more than one kitty. Use your best judgment to figure out frequency. Diet is also a contributing factor in many UTIs. While we can give our cats the occasional treat of safe human food, it absolutely should not be a main staple of their diet. Not even canned chicken or tuna, because some brands are extremely salty, even for our consumption. Diabetic and overweight cats are especially susceptible to getting urinary infections due to eating too much of our food. A raw diet is best for all kitties, but the price tag means it's not always possible for those with multiple pets or those who care for feral colonies. So the next best option is kibble with no corn or fillers combined with regular canned food. As for prescription food designed specifically for preventing UTIs, I can't say a whole lot on them because my experience with them is minimal and, frankly, negative. One haughty vet tried to strong arm me into buying it from her office because she swore it was the only way to prevent recurring infections. But my cat refused to touch it. The food was loaded with corn, and I make it a point to feed mine kibble with no corn fillers, so he obviously didn't like it. I found a different way around the problem. This cat ate a lot of human food, so I cut him off cold turkey. He wasn't very happy with me, but he's also been much healthier since then. At three years old, he had four UTIs in less than a year. He's now 13 and hasn't had a UTI since. Some cats get infections as a response to stress and anxiety. We talked about this topic in depth a few episodes ago, so hop over and give it a listen if you want more information. In many cases, a solid preventative measure against UTIs is to increase your cat's water intake. This can be tricky since cats are not naturally hardwired to look for water if it's not readily available, so here are a few tricks to encourage your kitty to drink. Make sure there's always a bowl of fresh, clean water sitting somewhere easily accessible for your cat. If you have to put several around the house offer warm diluted chicken broth make sure it's not hot so your kitty doesn't burn her mouth include more wet food in her diet if your cat doesn't like wet food try soaking her dry kibble for about 15 minutes to moisten it consider buying a pet water fountain some cats are so finicky they'll only drink running water another cat i currently care for who proved prone to utis Wasn't a fan of water, and had trouble staying hydrated. Besides making sure now that he gets enough water, I also added a supplement called Viticunol Methagel. This product uses methionine, which keeps crystal formation in check and maintains a proper urinary pH balance. Once again, a young know-it-all vet insisted this would be a waste of money, but this cat hasn't had an infection in the more than three years since I started him on it. Some of these next remedies you can do at home, and they may or may not work for your specific case. I'll talk about them here, but be sure to consult your kitty's vet before you dive into any of them. Cranberries. When people get urinary tract infections, doctors often recommend they start to eat cranberries and or drink cranberry juice. They help to lower the urinary pH balance, treating the UTI and often preventing it from coming back. So they make an effective remedy for cats as well. That said, you shouldn't give your kitty just straight cranberries. Juices are also high in sugar, so the best option is to find cranberry capsule supplements or powder to add to your cat's food. Before you do this, you'll first want to have your pet's pH levels tested and discuss the results with your vet. While cranberries often help UTIs, in some cases they can actually make an infection worse. Supplements should only be given when the urinary pH is too alkaline. Apple cider vinegar. Like cranberries, apple cider vinegar helps balance out pH in the urine, eliminating and preventing the growth of harmful bacteria. A half teaspoon of it added to your cat's food once a day is plenty. If the bitter taste puts her off, you can mix it with some chicken or beef broth. Just make sure the broth doesn't have onions, as they're toxic to cats. Also like cranberries, this is only an effective remedy if the urine levels are too alkaline. It's best to get them tested first before you offer your kitty apple cider vinegar. Glucosamine and chondroidin These two supplements are typically remedies for managing arthritis joint pain, but they can also help to reduce UTI symptoms in cats. Glucosamine can help replace a compound found in the lining of the bladder, while chondroidin prevents that compound from breaking down. Combining them can rebuild the bladder wall and prevent any further damage from harmful bacteria. This in turn reduces inflammation and other urinary infection symptoms. Always check with your vet first, but the general rule is to give your kitty 100 mg of glucosamine and 50 mg of chondroitin for every 10 pounds of her weight. Marshmallow Root This can kill bacteria, ease inflammation, and strengthen the bladder lining to help fight off a UTI. It also works as a diuretic. In other words, it helps the kidneys flush out urine and other waste from the bladder, and other parts of the urinary tract. Also, marshmallow root contains a sticky substance called, and I'm probably saying this wrong, mucilage, mucilage that soothes membranes and creates a barrier that supports the lining of the bladder. Bone broth. In addition to leveling pH numbers and strengthening the bladder wall, treating a UTI requires you to make sure your kitty stays hydrated. This will make it easier for her body to flush out the bladder and prevent the buildup of harmful bacteria. Offering tasty fluids like bone broth will not only help keep them hydrated, but they also contain minerals and nutrients that help fight infections. The amino acids found in bone broth have also shown to reduce inflammation. Urinary health is an important aspect of your kitty's overall well-being. Catching symptoms of UTI early will minimize the chances of a full blockage and your cat will have an easier recovery. As soon as you suspect an infection, call your vet immediately to schedule an emergency appointment. Thanks for listening to the whole kit and caboodle podcast. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. You can find more episodes of the show on most major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and others. If you enjoyed listening, be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. It helps me out more than you know. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to get in touch via social media. Don't forget to follow on Facebook and Instagram at Pod, Twitter at KittenKPod, and YouTube at The whole kitten Caboodle. You can subscribe and chat with me on the Throne app at Casey's Cattery or send an email to Behaviorist at yahoo.com if you'd like to donate directly or sponsor the show. You can also support me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash pod. If you require my professional services, you can contact me via email or through my website, positivecatitudebehaviorist.com, through the Contact Me page. I'll see you all next time.